0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of The Decision Hour. I'm your host, Adam Bird, and with me today is a very lovely guest, a good friend of mine uh, who I'm excited to bring on, uh, somebody who I admire wholeheartedly, and uh, somebody that's helped me through my life over the last couple of years, uh, Wendy Reese. She is the founder of a company called Whole Being Inc. Wendy, are you there?
1: I am here, Adam.
0: Good. Thank you for joining us today.
1: Thank you for asking me to be on your show. This well, is exciting. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm, I've been, I'm, I'm excited, um, and I'm looking forward to you sharing with the listeners what it is that you do. So let's just jump right into it. Uh, tell our listeners a little bit about Wendy and your background.
1: Well, I work with emerging leaders who want to feel balance, flow, and a deeper connection to their inner wisdom. And in addition to that, I am a 500-hour registered yoga teacher, been teaching for 15 years now, been in the health and wellness field for over 20, and I'm also an author and a speaker, and I host a podcast called The Whole Being Zone. That's that's my professional intro. Okay. Um, There's something <laughs> more that you want to learn. Yeah.
0: Um, actually let's go ahead and, and throw those pitches out there real quick. Um, you know, if people that are listening to this right now, how can they reach out to you? How can they get in touch with you?
1: Absolutely. So if you want to learn a lot more about me, go to whole being Inc. dot com. That's the website and you can access the podcast from there. You can see the blog. You can get all of the social media connections. But on Instagram, and Twitter, and Snapchat, it's at Whole Being Inc. I've made it easy for everybody. And on Facebook, it's Whole Being Inc. Page. That's the only one. That's a little bit different. So, and I'm on on all of those. People can find me pretty easily, and and I'm pretty interactive. So, if somebody reaches out. You know that within about 24 hours you're going to hear back from me,
0: and I can vouch for that. So um, that's definitely definitely the case, Wendy. If somebody comes to you and you know they're they're looking to find more balance in their life, can you give us an example of um, you know what that looks like? Maybe the person wants more you know security or financial uh, balance or, I mean, is is that stuff that you work with, do you work with all different types of walks of life, if you will?
1: I do, because there's not a specific niche that I'm working with. So I'm not saying I solely work with people who are having relationship problems or having money problems. What I've found over the years, both in fitness and in yoga, is that people will come with a specific goal in mind, but at the roots, there's something totally different. And it's the roots that I work with and everybody and all of my, the clients that I've worked with and the students that I've worked with over the years have shared in common is that very early on, there was a a disconnection to their highest self. And that disconnection came from a place of, needing to feel safe, accepted, and loved. And so that part of them, that bright, brilliant, wonderful, shiny, incredible being that they were, had a moment where they realized they couldn't be that. And so they cut that part of them off. And over the years, that created a a set of beliefs. Typically, it has something to do with being not enough or not worthy or they don't matter or they have to be a chameleon in order to fit in and so there's these parts and pieces of them that are not there and that needs to come back into bringing in that acceptance bringing in an understanding of why these things show up in our lives and how to start to really have a deeper relationship with yourself because at the when we look out at the world, we're looking through our lens. and what we're judging, we most often are either afraid of somebody seeing in us or we're judging about ourselves. So learning how to be compassionate, learning how to love that part of yourself is a huge thing. And, and I know I'm using flowery words. Um, But I know, Adam, you can probably attest when I'm working with somebody, it's not always very flowery language that I use. um, What? No. (laughs) And so it it, it is really interesting, though, because what I love, what I'm passionate about, what my gift is, is being willing to walk into the shadows with people. And I'll hold your hand if that's what you want, but just being there with somebody and helping to say, well, what if you look at it like this? Well, what about this? Or asking the hard questions that are too hard for us to ask ourselves, and being willing to just walk with somebody through those shadows and out to the other side is is a huge part of what I do and who I am.
0: I love it. I love it. So, if you got a listener right now that that wants to reach out and learn more. About it, explain like. <laughs> I want to take walking in the shadows for a second, and and yeah. we and we can play around with this a little bit because I'm, I, you know me, I'm not shy um, when it comes to, you know, obviously, <laughs> you've been working with me long enough to know that you know who I am. So let's let's, maybe if if need be, use me as an example. But when you're walking through the shadows, can you describe what that looks like? It, like you know, you painted kind of a, a, a picture of. You know, I see it as, okay, I'm walking in the dark, through the shadows, and you're there guiding me, kind of holding hands if, if need be, or, or with me, you're, you're probably pushing my back to, get, to telling me to move forward <laughs> <laughs> with, with stuff. But, you know, how does... the, the I don't want to say treatment, but for, for a lack of a better word, when, when they're working with you and they're walking through the shadows... And I'm sure it's different with everybody else. I'm I'm sure, but I I really want you to touch on like how you really dig deep and explore what the person is and, and help that person find who they are, um, because I, th- I think that's important to touch on because I know personally. You you've hit, we'll say many nerves with me, but at the same time, it, <laughs> it, it, it was in a good way because. You helped me open my eyes to things that prior to meeting you I was blind to. Um, Yeah. And and again, just like any other time I talk to you, they're supposed to be asking a question. I'm not really sure what it is, but let's let's do this. (laughs) You're on. I think
1: I know what you're asking. Okay, go ahead. Talk about. Yeah, go for it. Let Let me start here. First, I want to ask your listeners to take just a moment. And listen to what I'm about to say with your heart. And just like when you go into a movie and you get totally engrossed in it, even if you know, man, that could never happen, you're still like totally into it, right? You can suspend your sense of belief for just long enough to enjoy the movie. So I'm going to ask everybody to suspend that sense of belief just for a moment and listen with your heart because oftentimes our heart or our soul can hear it, but the brain can't because the brain is designed to keep you safe, to keep you surviving. And so it goes into all of these maps and patterns that the heart is trying to say, yes, but in this moment, that's not real. So Now that I've got the disclaimer out of the way, (laughs) what I believe in my yogic wisdom, my knowledge, is that we all have a soul plan. And we come here in human form to experience growth in a certain way. And it's through the, the challenges, through the shadows, through the difficulties, through the limitations that we get to experience a contrast to our infinite nature, our soul. And we get to do this through a variety of of agreements with other beings. So there is the agreement to play in both the shadow and the light. We do this with our, our good friends, our family, those people who you can be their biggest cheerleader because you see the absolute best in them, even when they can't see it in themselves. And sometimes that person drives you really freaking nuts. And so you have both of that. So, and you're, you're here to help both play in the limitations, but also to remember the truth about who you really are there's the contract of only playing in the shadows, only playing in the limitations. And these are people who aren't, they're going to, they're going to limit you or challenge you in some way, but they're never going to help you remember your core essence, your soul, your, who you are. And That can be something as really traumatic as somebody, I'm going to go really traumatic here, but somebody raping someone, a stranger raping someone. That challenge pulls you into such a dark, deep place that it takes a tremendous amount of fortitude and resilience to come out of it. So they're not going to be there but they're going to put you into that place so that you can really figure out how much strength you really have. Then there's the people who are only here to play in the light with you. Those are your teachers and mentors and coaches and really good friends who, despite how much you believe that you're not worthy, despite how big of an asshole you might believe that you are, and all of the negative beliefs and doubts that you have, this person continues to say, yeah, and I still love you. And here's why I think you're great. And you can argue with them till you're blue in the face, right, Adam? And this person is going (laughs) to still say, and you're really fucking amazing. I love you. And here's why I think that. And then there's, this is the one that's most fascinating to me, the neutral person. The neutral person is going to be that person who either momentarily pulls you into a contraction or they're going to help you expand back out. So, for example, you're driving down the road and some asshole cuts you off and you're just like, well, what's wrong with you? And and you have this really unnatural reaction that it wasn't about you. We don't have any idea what they're experiencing or why they weren't paying attention enough that they cut you off or that they're in a hurry, but we make up the story about how it's personal so that that brings us into a contraction or maybe you're having a really terrible day and you go in to get coffee and somebody there looks at you and does something or says something that is so nice that it softens your heart and you relax just a little bit. So they've pulled you into an expansion so going back to that soul plan that I talked about, we choose a guidance squad to travel with us on this journey mm-hmm. along with those agreements. We have an internal guidance squad, and they're called archetypes.
0: Ar- and say we th- have 12. I'm sorry, When you say that again. Arch- archetypes?
1: Archetypes. Okay. okay. So we all have 12, just like there are 12 astrological signs. There's, you know, there's these magical numbers in life, 12 being one of them. And of those 12, all of us share four in common. We all share the child, saboteur, prostitute, and victim. And of these 12 archetypes that journey with us, they're what help us see, they're kind of like the lens of how we're seeing life. And they kind of describe our personality. They give us a roadmap. So these archetypes will either play in the shadows or they'll play in the light. And it's, they're neither good nor bad. They're, they're neutral. But they give us an experience within our lifetime. So I'll pause there and see if you have it because I'm I'm kind of getting deep into it, but you ask a really deep question. So,
0: yeah, I have a tendency to do that, don't I? Um, <laughs> so I I want to learn more about these archetypes, um, because I, depending on like one's belief or, or or anything like that, I think of these archetypes. I, I hear you say archetypes, and or or you have like your protectors or your 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 guardian angels, if you will, or or whatnot, and you said there was sure. four. You had four common ones um, that that yep. you, that you spoke of, and those are everybody has those those four. Yes, correct. Okay, so yes, can you elaborate on those particular four? Since everybody has those
1: the child archetype is really interesting um when you think of children what do you think of
0: little kids playing you know outside or you know running around with toys and and stuff like that
1: yeah so they're they're typically very curious very creative they Tend not to see color or gender or sexuality, especially the younger ones. They're just plain. Yeah, they kind just about, hey, are you my friend or are you not?
0: Yeah, they kind of have it. you're an, not my friend. They have an innocence. Oh, go ahead. They have like a, a, a an, innocence, an innocence about them.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and even if you're not friends in that moment, give them five minutes because they'll probably start playing together again. And as adults, we don't typically have that. We've, we have It's been whittled away from us. But within us, within all of us as a child, and I had a very wise counselor tell me many, many, many years ago, that the first time you really experience trauma, that's the age that you will revert back to in times of extreme stress. So for me, and I, I'd speak very publicly about this when I was four. Well, when I was born, let me back up. When I was born the first week that I was alive, my mom had a nervous breakdown, probably postpartum depression. Now we know that, but it, you know, 45 years ago, we didn't know that. And they hospitalized her. So I was passed around and I ended up with her mom and dad. Her mom and dad were as much my caretakers as my own parents. They lived down the street. I was always at granddad's and grandma's house. In fact, I called my granddad's granddad's not knowing that it was a possessive name. I just thought that was his name. So they took care of me. And when I was four, my grandmother died of terminal cancer. And so my mom was thrust into this mother role that she wasn't prepared for and flailed pretty much for the rest of her life. So when I'm in these moments of extreme stress, I revert back to a four-year-old. And I don't know if you've ever tried to have a conversation with an emotional four-year-old. It's not fun. And it's taken me years of learning how to be with that child at age four to really be able to come to a, a much healthier place of being able to communicate what my needs are in that moment. So the child is in all of us, and it it definitely can, in the light, really help us be creative and have a sense of wonder and a sense of openness. And in the shadows, it can really be a little brat. I'm sorry, kids are not brat. I know I'm not supposed to say that, but kids can be really awful sometimes. I got no they can, problem with that. They can, Throw the biggest tantrums. If you've ever been at a grocery store when a kid decides that it's going to throw a tantrum and has that wailing scream, everybody kind of cringes in that moment. So kids kids can teach us, that child can teach us how to play in the shadow or in the light within ourselves. We have the saboteur, which is a really interesting one because when you think of sabotage, it is not um, typically a positive viewpoint. So if the child is playing in the shadows in order for that child to feel safe or accepted or loved, it's going to pull in the saboteur to on a non-thinking level, on a more unconscious or subconscious level, it's going to make, events happen or attract you to certain events or certain people that will play into that that situation to keep you safe, accepted, and loved, even if it's not healthy for you because it's in a shadow aspect. But the saboteur can also sabotage negative beliefs. So it can kind of be your guide of when you're starting to move into a self-sabotaging situation and you become aware of it, you can say, okay, what's going on? Is this true? How can I shift? And the saboteur can help guide us in that. The prostitute is a fun one because the minute I say that, everybody thinks of a sexual exchange for money. And it is similar to that in that it is an exchange of resources. So, the prostitute gets things done. And, and if that child is in the shadows, the prostitute's going to do what it has to do to keep it safe, accepted, and loved. And if it is playing in the light, it's going to maintain that sense of integrity and faith that you're not going to sell out. You're not going to sell yourself short. You're not going to do whatever you have to do. You're going to do what's right for you. And then there's the victim. I don't even know if I have to really explain the victim too much because we all know the victim. But what's really interesting about the victim is in that quest to be safe, accepted, and loved, sometimes we can get into the habit of being a victim in order to receive empathy. And that can happen on a very non-thinking level, and we're not even aware of how we act and react in situations that are very victim-oriented. So I'll pause and see if you have questions about that.
0: So, the well... As I'm looking at it, I get the child part of it. The What was it? The saboteur? I can never pronounce it right. Saboteur? Saboteur. Saboteur.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is the saboteur more of a... It, it, it doesn't sound like the saboteur is necessarily a protector. It sounds more like the prostitute, the one that gets most of these th- things done, but she's also. it sounds like the prostitute is more of the kind of a uh, I don't know, say protector or a protector of one's feelings or or one that's more um, loving caring side of it and obviously you're right the victim is is pretty clear uh, on, on what that so I've always had trouble I think in my, my personal opinion but I always had trouble really understanding the role of the saboteur. And at least in so I'm my kinda situation.
1: getting a, an image that I'll share with you okay. that I think you'll understand. Saboteur I think is kind of like infantry and sometimes remember on deployment when you would get sent out to certain missions and everybody's like, what the fuck? Why are we on this mission? Right. And you you have to do it, but everybody knows like this isn't this isn't good. Like, what were they thinking? And so the saboteur, that's kind of saboteur's playing it out, but it doesn't necessarily it is it knows it's not necessarily good or for the best for you.
0: So it's almost so like it's, it's like, doing going, its job. So it's like almost like okay, I'm I'm going through the motions because I have to, but I'm not going to like, yeah, I already so know that, it. I, like I'm, I I already know that I'm not going to like the outcome of this, or I know this, this doesn't feel right. Kind of a, kind of a thing.
1: Well, and here's another, here, so here's a really simple example of how the saboteur plays out in us. So let's say you want to lose 20 pounds, right? And you think, okay, how am I going to lose 20 pounds? Well, I got to eat right. And I got to exercise. That's the most common way we would lose weight. So you decide, all right, I'm going to get up every morning and I'm going to run two miles and I'm going to have a healthy breakfast. I'm going to have a salad for lunch. And then I'm going to have a really good balanced dinner and I'm not going to snack and I'm not going to drink any alcohol for the next 30 days. You with me so far? Absolutely. All right. Now, why did you gain the 20 pounds? Let's just make up something. Off the top of your head, imagine why you would have gained 20 pounds.
0: Just didn't stick to your meal plan or you just, you know, were constantly on the but go. But why
1: weren't you sticking to your meal plan?
0: Because you were on the go. Life life happens and things didn't work out the way you thought they were going to work out or, or according to your plan. You, you ended up being on the road and you ended up having to eat fast food a lot or whatever.
1: Yep. You're stressed. Things aren't good.
0: Right. Not sleeping. Now, not in getting In your mind, sleep.
1: Right. there is a map of kind of like a, how Google searches everything when you type it in. There's this place that is stored. Your mind can index and say, is this situation like any of those ones where he said, I never want to feel that pain again? And if it's even remotely close it will trigger, right? And so the saboteur goes, whoop. You know what? The last time he had lost 20 pounds and he was looking all good. He met that one girl who was just awful. And it bro- and she broke his heart. And he said, I never want to feel that pain again. And so somewhere in your mind, you're thinking, well, if I get in shape, then what will happen? And so... You stay up a little later than you should have. You watch an extra episode on Netflix, and you're really tired when your alarm goes off. And so even though you said you were going to go run, you sleep in. And then you sleep in just enough that you're running late, so you don't have the healthy breakfast. And because you were running late, you work through lunch. And by the time dinner comes around, you're starving, you had a bad day, you're stressed, you have a drink. The just played out in a whole lot of ways, didn't it?
0: Absolutely, yeah. Okay.
1: But did it play out because it's a bad thing or was it doing its job because you said, I never want to feel that way again? Even though in this present moment, like let's say that you did lose 20 pounds, maybe, maybe you do, maybe you don't meet another person, but you have more energy, you feel better, you're engaged more. There's all kind of... You're in less pain. You sleep better. So there's all these other benefits that are getting totally bypassed because that past is being projected into the future. It's something that may or may not happen, probably wouldn't happen. But hmm. we get stuck in those old beliefs.
0: So what happens if somebody's stuck in their old, their old beliefs, as you say, what's one... If you had if you could tell somebody right now uh, uh, something that they should start practicing right now to start changing that, what would it be?
1: So at the end of that day, I'm going to go back to that example. Okay. At the end of that day, they realize, oh man, I blew it. I'm not strong enough. I don't have enough willpower. I'll never be successful at this. When you hear yourself start that negative talk, stop. Press your feet down into the ground. Take a deep breath in. And as you're inhaling, say, I am. And as you're exhaling, here now. Breathing in, I am. Breathing out, here now. And you take a few breaths. And even just doing that right now, you can kind of start to feel how your body is changing. Maybe it's getting a little more relaxed. Maybe a little tension is coming out of it. And in that moment, you can say, okay. What's really going on here? What's, and you can even put your hand on your heart and you can say highest self. What's really at the surface of why I didn't work out today. Why didn't I get up? What's really going on? Why did I watch that extra show last night? Well, because it felt good. I mean, you can hear a ton of different things maybe. And sometimes here's, what's really interesting Sometimes we ignore ourselves and our inner wisdom for so long that when you ask it a question, it doesn't say a word because it doesn't really know. I mean, kind of think about it in real life. If you haven't talked to somebody, like you completely ignored a friend for a really long time, and then you call them up and you ask them this really deep question, really meaningful question, and they're like, why are you asking me this? Where were you all those other times? And so sometimes when we're in that place of ignoring our inner wisdom, we have to be willing to spend some time just showing up, just sitting there side by side, not saying a word even, but just saying, I'm here when you're ready to talk, I'm listening. I know I may not like what you're about to say. And I'm going to listen. And just being willing to hear what's in there and what's going on is the first step, is is getting quiet, using the breath to pull you into the present moment, and being willing to listen to your own wisdom.
0: So it's all, one of the things I'm kind of hearing this, I'm <laughs> translating this is, as it's, it's, it's really a mindset. Yeah. And,
1: it's a soul set. Right. It's a heart it, set.
0: It, yeah, exactly. The soul set heart, heart set. I, I really, I like that. I like those. Um, and I think this ties in very well with, with this show and the purpose of this show. You know, the decision hour is all about making choices, ladies and gentlemen. And, you know, <laughs> if, if you're, if you're out there and you're listening to this right now, um, open up another browser and, and find Wendy. You can, you can find her on, on Facebook. She's on Twitter. Um, check out her website. And Wendy, what was the website again?
1: WholeBeanInc.com
0: And we'll make sure we put that up uh, on our social media uh, pages and stuff as well. You, you Really, if you haven't, if this is the first time you've heard of anything like this, I strongly encourage you guys that are listening to check Wendy out and at least give her a call or shoot her an email, ask questions, ask more questions because I've known Wendy now for the better part of I don't know, probably two and a half, three years, maybe.
1: Oh, longer than that, almost pro- five. For,
0: see, and it just goes to show you, um, <laughs> uh, and and it's, it's done wonders. And um, she's like, "Yeah, if he only listened." Uh, if, <laughs> but but <laughs> it, it it's amazing how eye-opening when you're working with wendy it it, it really is a i'm speaking from a personal experience with like when you work with wendy it's very eye-opening and it's very uh <laughs> it's it it will it will make you realize like if there's certain things that you don't believe in in your life uh like oh that would never happen or anything like that i guarantee i guarantee it that when working with wendy you'll think twice about it because uh, it's, it's happened. I'll, and I'm, I'm going to share a story real quick uh, since Wendy's on the line with us. I will never forget the first time I met Wendy. Um, we're at a mutual friend's house, an uh, army buddy of mine. And um, I forget exactly what she had what, what she said exactly. But I remember my reaction, like, and, and, and my friend, our, our mutual friend, his name's Rich. Um, he, he kind of prepped me a little bit about Wendy. She does this, just that. I'm just like, (laughs) "Mm, okay. And my, my whole reaction to it was like, all right, okay, whatever, you know, blase blase. I got it. Um, and then I sat down and she said something to me that, and it it was about something that's happened in my life that nobody like when I say nobody, like nobody has ever known, uh, including Rich himself. And it, it raised an eyebrow and I looked across the table. And my first reaction was, like, "Who the hell is this person?" And um, I, I remember getting up and walking outside, uh, and kind of standing out there for for a couple of minutes. And and she had walked out. Wendy had walked out and was, was just like, "Listen, I didn't mean to, you know, upset you in any way or anything like that." And she's like, "This was," and I, and I immediately from that point forward, I was intrigued and I wanted to learn more and I wanted to. It, it's push me to do what I'm doing today? There are certain things that's happened in my business career over the last four or five years that I felt was going to happen. And I would call Wendy to see if I'm on track with that. And uh, I think there was uh, a latter part of those five years, there was a, a long period of time there where I was ignoring what my gut was telling me. And, um, she had, i never forget. She had called it a long time ago and I, it finally came to pass and a change, uh, and a change was, was made. So I strongly encourage you guys to, to find Wendy on Facebook, follow her. She puts out a great show. She's got a lot of great information. And if you're not, if you're just not sure about it, listen, I'm, take it from me. Um, it's, it's well worth the time, um, to reach out to her and and learn more about it. You, you'll be happy that you did. Wendy, I want you, you're you're absolutely welcome. Um, I got one other question since it is the decision hour and and you get a lot of people that want to change, uh, and whatnot. Um, do you see when, when you start working with people, um, that, that decide that they want to go into business for themselves and whatnot, you know, what, what happens to those people? Do I mean, and how long is it, do you see a change? And I'm sure, you know, it's kind of a, a broad question, but I mean, do you see changes in people right away or, or does it take a long time depending on the person?
1: I think it really depends on the person, but I, I think this is a really great question. I think it's a very important question because I see it so much and It's interesting because I am in two really large online business communities and these are people who are either starting their business or they're trying to evolve their business. And what happens time and time and time again is that if there are those parts and pieces that you've really separated yourself from, When you say yes to you and to your dream, you have to be able to move forward whole. Because if you don't, a couple of things happen. Number one, you'll always doubt yourself because you're not in alignment. You're not congruent with who you really are. Number two, because you're doubting yourself, people won't quite trust you, and they won't really know why they don't trust you, but they just know that well, something's not quite right. And so even though you're passionate, maybe you have gifts, maybe you, you are really good, and you're having trouble getting people to really listen to you and to, to get on board, you have to start really looking at who you are and being willing to accept the whole of you and bringing that in. So what what happens, and it doesn't matter what the problem is, whether it's what we're talking about right now or going back to the weight loss story or in a relationship. If the payoff is greater, even if the payoff is in the shadows, so let's say... Like your sabotage is going, saboteur is going crazy and, you know, life is happening to you and you can't believe things are happening to you and you just wish you could get a break and nobody will ever give you a break. But by being in that place, you're not having to show up fully. You're not having to take risk. You're not having to worry about failing because you've already failed. And you're not at risk for really being hurt or judged in that place. So there's a payoff to being there, even if it's a shadowy payoff. And until the payoff isn't as high as actually stepping forward and being yourself, you won't change. You might know a thing or two about this, Adam.
0: I uh, can either confirm or deny uh, that last <laughs> statement. Um, but, so but, but in all honesty, it, yes. I mean, it really is. It's, it's, a, it's a, you know, I, I struggle. It, it's something that I still I still struggle with even today. Um, but but it, it, it and is. And
1: all know. of us do. Yeah. Even I do. And I know this stuff. So it, it, it's interesting that. It's, and it's part of why we're here. It's part of why we're human. In in yoga, there's a, a, a form of yoga called Tantra. And there is a philosophy in there that the divine play is us coming into human form to experience the limitations. We're also here to experience all of the, the richness, too. What my goal is in my life and to help others is to be able to experience the limitations without being limited by them. Meaning you're going to have things happen to you. People that you love are going to get sick and die. There's going to be catastrophes that happen. You're going to have struggles. That's part of why we're here. But do you get stuck there? Or do you find a way to learn from it, to grow from it, to be able to use that experience to help somebody else come out of theirs? And that's, that's where you have to be willing to really look at your life. And, and I struggle with a couple of words. I use them because they're commonplace and people get them. I, I struggle with the words forgiveness and healing. Because if when I truly believe in these soul plans, because I truly believe in these soul plans, and I truly believe in these soul agreements, we made those agreements out of the place of love, even if here it friggin sucks and hurts. It was made out of a place of love to help us grow. And so rather than forgiveness, I believe in acceptance. And rather than healing, I believe in harmonizing. So bringing that back in, this is wrapping back to your very first question. That's balance. To be able to be with both sides of the coin without any judgment. To see the shadow and the light and look at both of them and go, (laughs) they're pretty cool. I'm glad I get to experience them both. And that's a very different way of living than to be always striving for the light and to always be resisting the shadows or to always be stuck by the shadows.
0: Never ceases to amaze me every time I talk to you. You know that? (laughs) It, it's likewise yeah F- folks again um you know open up another browser it's wholebeinginc.com yes
1: yeah and you know there i have lots of short little videos on youtube as well um Whole inc again and um there's articles on huffington post on um, elephant journal that speak to all of this as well and if you just Google in my name, Wendy Reese R E E S E. The pull up. So there's lots and lots and lots and lots of ways to kind of from a safe distance learn more about this. Because I know the same reaction that you had, where people go, "Who the hell is this person? And how did they know that about me?" It is creepy for somebody to tell you something about yourself when nobody else knows that. Yeah. And. I get that. So, you know, I, I respect it. And, and when I meet people, I turn it For a long time, I couldn't turn it off. Now I can turn it off and, and just meet somebody and um, say, oh, okay, that's cool. This is nice to meet you and not be, you know, seeing into that. But if people start start talking and asking me questions, it's, it's easy to turn that on and to listen to their guides, to listen to my guides, and to be able to cut through all of the, the crap all of the layers and really get down to the core of the essence, because ultimately that part of us really just wants to shine, all of us. And, and even if you are in a really dark place right now, there's a, a part of you that's still saying, don't give up, you've got this, you matter, you're worthy, you are lovable even if you don't think you are right now. And if you're willing to really listen to that, that voice will grow. I got to tell you, it it is amazing to live from this place. And it gets more fun every day.
0: A lot more fun a yeah. lot more fun. Wendy, real quick, give our listeners uh, all your contact information one more time, please.
1: You can reach me at B-E-I-N-G, inc. com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube, Whole Bean Inc. And you can find me on Facebook, Whole Bean Inc. page. I'm also on Snapchat bean ink i've just started trying to figure this out i feel really old from the snapchat (laughs) i'm
0: still trying to figure it out too so don't worry
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's a different beast for me so yeah and and if if people have questions on my homepage on the website there's a contact form and if you fill that out it'll come right to me and and like i said within about 24 hours unless i'm traveling um i i try to get back to people because it's it's one of my pet peeves to have to wait when I'm reaching out and being vulnerable enough to reach out. So I try to really, really honor and respect that place and people and, and give my time and attention and as much as I can.
0: Again, I'll, uh, I'll agree with you there. Cause you you you've always helped me out every time I've called. So um, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, open up another browser. You got to go find <laughs> Wendy, check her out, ask her the questions. If you're having If you're having just a little bit of trouble in your life or you're having a lot of trouble, either or, and and there's an unbalance um, and you're not sure, I guarantee you, Wendy, I I don't... There's not a lot of things in this world that um, seem like an out-of-this-world experience. Wendy is one of those uh, very, very special gifts uh, from the universe that she... um, will definitely help you out. And I'm, again, I'm speaking from experience. So, Wendy, I appreciate you uh, coming on the show today. Any parting words before we let you go?
1: You matter, all of you listening. You matter. You're worthy. You're lovable. And I know we just met, and this might be just a little bold, I love you. Feel that love. Know that you're worth it. And I hope this helps.
0: Thank you, Wendy. We appreciate you.
1: Thank you. I appreciate you too, Adam. Keep doing the great
0: work. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Wendy Reese, Whole Being, Inc. That's all the time I got today. Uh, as always, want to give a big special shout out and thanks to Heroes Media Group, our network that we are on. Make sure you go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. Check out all of the great shows that they have over there. And they, they got a new website, so make sure you check it out. Also follow them on uh, social media, Facebook. Twitter Instagram the whole nine until next time folks thanks for listening I'm Adam bird and you've been listening to Can the decision
1: you see by the dawn's early light, what so